so the past few days have been pretty gloomy, pretty rainy, and honestly, I am living for this weather. It is so nice. I get to stay in my house in a hoodie and not sweat like a pig the whole time. Yeah, and then when the rain cleared today, uh, I actually took a walk outside and oh, the sky is just so peaceful and there's wind everywhere and then the sound of leaves just rustling. I love this weather. I feel bad for everyone who has no homes and I feel bad for feeling good, but oh my God. <laughs> I don't even want to go there anymore. I'm sorry, but okay, so I just want to enjoy it. Besides us constantly talking about the weather, because it is great at this point in time, we also want to talk about you know what it's been like for people in the online dating platform and how exactly it's been going since quarantine started. What exactly has inspiring? How have interactions changed? And basically, what exactly is different from this current moment to what it was before? Hi guys, it is Carl and Kina and we are from Matched coming back to you again through quarantine wherever you're listening to this from, whether it's Spotify, Apple Music, or even Anchor if that's your niche. Welcome to the show guys. Welcome. Okay, so sorry about that again. I will never shake away my being awkward, but I'd say my appeal and my style so the door welcomes you to this show again <laughs> okay anyway i'd love to welcome our guest today so the curve may not have been flat yet but it's okay we're here with a straight person this time so victoria would you like to introduce yourself hi um i'm victoria <laughs> okay how old are you victoria oh i'm currently 21 nice yeah 21 okay properly legal age everywhere across the board agree golden, golden golden number golden number so um simple question is we want to ask you how exactly has online dating been for you like as a woman has it like is the landscape like different than what you think a man's would be i really think it depends on the app because like personally like for tinder i think it's just like by chance you meet someone decent because, like, there's, like, this label that Tinder is, like, for hookups and everything. If you just want to, like, talk to someone or, like, have some banter, it's so hard to, like, be straightforward and be, like, oh, I'm not looking to hook up or anything. I think it really depends on what you're looking for. But I guess for me, I was just lucky. I met my boyfriend there. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's... It's not really impossible. So apart from Tinder, do you use any other dating apps? Just Tinder, actually. Okay. Why didn't you think of trying Bumble since like it gives you the option to, you know, start the conversation, gives you more control? I think for Tinder, was, since I've been using it for a long time now, a lot of people recommended Bumble though. Like they said that, oh, you have more power there and stuff. But I guess I just stayed in my comfort zone or... I think at the time I was already engaging with someone that I really liked. So I didn't see the purpose of having to create a Bumble account. Yeah, so I call it brand loyalty, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. So the ratio of people you've met, you've met on Tinder, majority of them are really looking for hookups and not like serious relationships or do serious relationships just happen by accident and everyone is just 100% looking for hookups? Well, I feel like for mine, it's really by luck. I guess some I met like 
they want to hook up. Some would want to like date for a while and see if they want to hook up or be in an actual relationship. So I would say most dates that I've that I've gone were just really casual. Yeah, I wouldn't say like most were hookups. It's like fifty fifty, like casual dating and then see where it goes. No, so that's pretty good at least. I don't know from my perspective, from the people that I've known who you know use Tinder specifically, guys. Like almost all of them are literally just looking for hookups. So I'm actually glad that you, as a person, have been able to at least avoid a majority of those type of things where they're just like, "Yo, want to meet up? Yo, do you want to fuck?" So things like that. So it's great that you were able to actually just zoom past that. But though you have like skipped like a good portion of those, were there ever like any interactions that kind of stuck out as either weird or funny? Or that you just thought was like, wow, what a what a what a piece of work. <laughs> okay, one was like sort of like a catfish. <laughs> oh shit! I'd be surprised. I remember I was waiting at the like cinema area, and then the guy looked very familiar, but then his face looked different as well, and I didn't know what to do. I was just like, oh my god, am I gonna leave? It's gonna be so weird if I leave, or like. Should I say hi? Like, it was just, like, nothing I expected. So it was really weird for me to just go up to him. What if it's, like, actually not him? And then he pulled out his phone and he was trying to call me. And I was like, oh, my God, it is him. And so, like, I slowly started to walk away. I was like, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then he sees me. And then he approaches me. And then I was like, okay, sorry. Um, I had to answer a call and stuff. And then he was just like, oh, okay. Um, so do you want to watch the movie or something? And I was like, okay. <laughs> it was really weird. I think that was the weirdest part when like, the person doesn't match like the profile you've imagined. <laughs> like, cause, like, for me personally, like, I really just do phone calls to get to know the person. Never in video calls. So it was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the person's last date. <laughs> But did he do anything weird apart from that? Like, did he openly admit that those kind of aren't my photos? No, it was really... And, and I tried to bring it up, too, like, very casually. I was saying, like, oh, you look different from your photos. I didn't, like, see you right away. And then he was just like, yeah. Like, he didn't really, like, direct it to the answer that I wanted to hear. So I was just like, okay, I see how it is. <laughs> Oh, that that must have been a little... Yeah, that must have been awkward. I saw the red flags. (laughs) Okay, wait. Can I ask, was there, like... Since you sort of recognize him in person, were there some similarities, at least, to his, like, online pictures to what he looks like in real life, or...? Yeah. There were still some similarities, but then, like, I don't... I don't want to, (laughs) like... I guess he just, like... On his photos, he was shaved. And then, like, when I saw him, he wasn't shaved. Like, it was, like, full beard on. It was just really different. Like, I I didn't imagine it. So, yeah. Like, I don't know. It was sort of a catfish to me because it was really different. Well, hopefully you haven't gone through anything worse than that. I'm hoping. Worse? Um... Oh, there's more. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Is there Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. This happened when I was studying in um, Hong Kong. And then he planned to meet up. So I was like, okay, um, I'll go to this place, this hotel and stuff. Just so, like, we're going to have dinner. And then when I got there, the place was super isolated. It was really sketchy, too. So I went inside the reception and then I asked for, like, the room number and stuff. And then he said, oh, no one's living there. Like, no one's staying there. So I was just like, what? (laughs) 
did I get like stood up or something? So I tried like messaging and calling and he wasn't answering anymore. It wasn't reachable. So I think that was really bad because I traveled like an hour to meet up. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm not gonna lie. That sounds like some serial killer move. I know, it was really sketchy too. Like, oh, this hotel's like really, really weird. <laughs> uh, well, at least you got out of that unscathed and hopefully. I was really happy when the moment I got home, I was like, okay, nothing bad happened to me. I'm still alive. <laughs> Luckily, you weren't like, you know, in contact with him at any point afterwards. Afterwards, no. I feel like he just ghosted me or something. I don't know. Better, better. Better. I like. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Did he look suspicious in any way in his profile or when you were video calling? No, not suspicious at all. Like I feel like at that time in my mind, I was just thinking maybe he has a girlfriend and he got caught. That's what I was thinking because all of a sudden, like I couldn't see his profile anymore. Where we texted on Telegram, um, he didn't exist anymore. So I don't know. Yeah, okay. But the idea of appearances, because of these experiences that you have, have you been sensitive to sifting through your matches? Or like, do you have this radar in any way that they're a piece of work? <laughs> oh, like appearances-wise? Like my type? Yeah. Do you judge or do you still give them the benefit of the doubt if they're a good person or not? I think a mix of both. I feel like I just really base in the picture. But... Um, it depends because like sometimes I just do that to like I mean to I just use the app so that I can just have like casual conversations or if I want to go on a casual date. So I guess my bias is mostly on my type. Like I'm a sucker for baby faces. Baby faces are so cute. <laughs> it sounds so weird, but it's but that's my type. And someone who has an accent, I think it's so sexy. <laughs> what kind of accent? No judgment here, but yeah. Yeah, what type of accent are you into? Um, Australian or British. British, which oh, is like my boyfriend right now. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if the roles were reversed, like, do you ever feel that you're judged just based on your personality? Or do you feel like people are really trying to get to know you at least? I think it depends on what they're looking for. Sometimes, okay, this is what my do like. If they ask for your Snapchat right away, it's for hookups for sure. <laughs> like, they're just trying to get nudes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's my thing. If they ask for your Snapchat, and then usually if, like, they ask if you have your Instagram or, like, Telegram, then I think that's where in, like, they genuinely want to get to know you. That's the opposite for me. If they ask for my telegram, the first thing I think of is, am I a side chick? Because you can delete everything. Yeah. So like, if I'm being taken seriously, I would think that you would want to talk to me someplace that it is being recorded properly, like Messenger or Instagram. But like here, we think that if it's for telegram, I kabito. Really? I side to. Oh. Now tell my friends. <laughs> That's weird because, you know, some of the interactions that I've had, like just an add-on to that because I always saw this whenever I was on Tinder, I was on Bumble. Oh, if you want to hit me up, ask for my Telegram or ask for my Viber. And that's on their bio, which means that I, including a lot of other people, whoever they've matched with, will just go straight to their, to these apps, like these third-party apps, and then just talk to them through there, which is, I don't get because to me, I don't know, for me personally, if I'm going to just talk to them casually it's still gonna be on like tinder or bumble yeah. but if i'm gonna try and get serious with you or if i want to talk like a little more then i switch on to another app be like okay now i don't want to be on the app because i'm talking to you right now. but like yeah <laughs> that was kind of my my thought process i would usually ask for their ig to see if they're legit 
<laughs> or like to, to see more True. photos. <laughs> that, okay, follow up question to that then. Do you find it sus if their Instagram's on private? Oh no, I feel like if they're gonna accept it, then it's not sus. But I don't know, I feel like some people just want their privacy. Like I'm, I'm private, but then if they ask for it, then I would give it. It's more sus if they don't have eyes. <laughs> true, that's true. Really? Okay, wait, explain that. I mean, not everyone. I mean, I know people, I know best friend of mine, she doesn't have any social media whatsoever. Okay, okay. So, like, to you, what makes it weird? What makes it weird that there's no IG, no Facebook, or no nothing? I feel like if they don't have IG or Facebook, they're in Tinder just to, like, hook up and they don't want to get caught. Or there's something they're trying to hide. <laughs> that's sus to me. That's so sus. Oh. Like, True. if I can't see more any, like, any, like, photos or anything, like, you gotta back up, you know? <laughs> there needs to be evidence that you're actually legit. <laughs> I made the mistake one time that this guy on Tinder, when I was using Tinder, he looked like he had a really nice profile and everything. Everything was okay. And then I liked the way he talked. So we were moving it to Messenger. And then I saw his Facebook. He looked the same, but at the same time, he looked so bad. And then he was making fun of me. Oh, why didn't you not reply? Alright, so okay. So I've heard this from other people then. Still on the whole Instagram thing. Okay. Would you prefer someone who has like a 200 to 250 following or to a 1,000, 10,000 plus following? Is there a difference if whether or not you would actually say yes to either or? Oh my god, I've actually considered that. Like, <laughs> when I would swipe and then they give me their IG and stuff. Like, I feel like for me, it tells a lot of their personality if they're like an introvert or an extrovert. So but then I'd be more interested with an extrovert because they would get the conversation going. And I don't know, I can't really judge until like I get to talk to them, but then I would prefer the one with more numbers. Because that's actually, I think that's something that I can't like ignore. I think that's the first thing you'll see, like how much followers they have. I never thought that was a thing. <laughs> Especially if they're private. <laughs> you know, the reason why I ask is because a friend of mine, he's got a pretty big following on social media on all social medias and he told me that exact thing he was like for him it was the exact opposite i want someone who has a very very low following if he has like 50 to 300 that's like his that's the best range for him really wow yes. okay yeah <laughs> that's a first here's the thing i asked him why i was like okay why do you prefer if the guy has that he was like oh he's gay by the way just so just to clarify but he liked it that way because he wanted to be like the social media diva. He wanted to be the one posting all their pictures on IG. Yeah, he, he wants to be the one to show it off more than the other guys. So it kind of made me think like, do other people think this way? And if so, like, is there a reason? But yeah, no, thank you for answering that. That's a, that's a good question to ask. Thank you. I kind of agree with the guy personally like I would prefer someone who didn't have such a high following but me I'm I have a private account and I'm also an introvert so I really filter who follows me and who I follow so it's kind of a low number and then if the guy's following is too high I get intimidated and I think is he talking to more people even if he's committed or something because I really don't like cheaters so I try to avoid that one thing too like if they're too well connected to other people. Does that make sense? I think that makes sense. Yeah. How do you think of that? Like, I feel like if I were to talk with a guy who has um, more following, I'd be low key intimidated. Really? Yeah. Like, 
why are you popular? Like, what makes you popular? Like, are you known as a fuckboy? <laughs> like, am I going to yeah. be the next target? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. And if someone good comes along, are you, like, easy to get? Yeah. Is that it? Mm-mm. So that's one thing I would like to avoid, too. That's true. So, like, moving on from the whole IG, because I think we stayed on the IG part a little too long. So you were on dating app for a while. You were on Tinder for a while. Do you think that numbers, in a way, like the people you've matched with or the amount of people that swiped right on you is kind of gratifying? Like, does it give you a bit of an ego boost knowing, like, oh, I've got a high number of matches? Of course it does. Who doesn't? (laughs) True. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to say that's where I'm going to base my validation. Of course not. But, like, of course it's, like, a compliment or, like, a little bit of boost of my confidence. Oh, people actually find me attractive or something. Like, especially when I have a bad day. (laughs) <laughs> but having a bad day <laughs> that's where I'll be like no you look good girl <laughs> these men see you this like this so yeah I would say that yeah. the number of matches would definitely like have a big effect on you yeah like it makes me feel like the guys I like like me back too so I'm not a clown here <laughs> how important do you think it is to have like a bomb first photo oh, I feel so like, I feel like that is the, that's so important yeah, it's, yeah it's, that's the most important like key feature on dating profiles or dating apps because like that's the first thing they're going to see other than your profile and other than like the photos in the back it's your first photo so you you definitely think it's like super super important personally for me like when i swipe um if i think that the first photo looks good then that's gonna make me want to look at the other photos but if the first photo is bad then i just swipe left i think that's a huge impact too you know that kind of leads into like a lot of different things so that also comes back into like so uh when you judge the profile so that first photo is definitely gonna have the biggest impact mm-hmm. but will you swipe right on someone who is like first photo they have great uh several photos coming afterwards but their bio is kind of trash i'm really not the type to read the bio unless really? if it's really? like super lengthy or if it says hook up and swipe left <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, if it's super lengthy then i swipe left yeah that's kind of like a turn off for me i don't know why like I don't want to read. Just let me get to know you. Don't like. Don't give give me that much information. But yeah, I'm more of the face value type of gal. Like, if the first photo is really good, then I swipe right. So it's like in a way, it's actually kind of good that you didn't go on Bumble, or not exactly good, but mm-hmm. it would actually show you way more than you would have wanted to find out. Yeah, because Bumble has this feature, or has the features where you can actually put in more of your own data. So you can say, oh, what's your star sign? What's your age? What's your height? Do you drink? Do you smoke? Do you work out? Yeah, stuff like that. And then there's like several questions. It might fit for other people, but then I don't know. I like it when like someone very mysterious. Like, yeah. Makes me want to get to know you more. <laughs> okay. Other than that, music taste. How does that affect their, their standing? 100% music taste. If we don't, like at least one artist that like, I know that's really hyped and I like and you don't know it. Oh my god, it's a huge turn off for me. <laughs> like, how are we gonna get along? <laughs> Music okay. taste is a must, yeah. So let's say, okay, good profile, they have like the exact bio that you need, it's not too lengthy, there's no hookup sign, nothing sus. But then like all their music is definitely just like things you really wouldn't listen to. Then I'll is, make him listen to like it. <laughs> <laughs> I will make him love my artists. <laughs> yeah, actually, I really appreciate that. Like, if they make an active effort. Mm-hmm. 
Or you know, like vice versa, they'll make you like theirs also. I feel like I'm being cute vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has to like mine. <laughs> Alright, so going on from that, you have friends, obviously, who also uh, use Tinder or Bumble. Do you think any of them have changed either like personally or attitude wise or just how they hold themselves? Like, do you think it's changed because they started using dating apps or do you sort of see like, oh, no, they're kind of the same, just like they're experimenting a little more? I think definitely like, ooh, I had this one friend who's been like a virgin his whole life. And then out of nowhere, I think he got pressured by it. I don't know. I think he got pressured by it, but he kept swiping and swiping because I think, yeah, I think almost our friend group were on Tinder at that time. And then we were like, oh, you should do this. He's really cute. He's really cute and stuff. And he's the type to like, you know, no, like I'll only lose it to someone I love, you know, like really, very, he really respects himself. And I think sometimes on Tinder, you can be manipulated in somewhat when they start talking to you. Like, it really depends on how, like, strong will you are, like, very disciplined on, like, what you want. And when he told us that he lost his virginity that night, all of us were, like, so shocked because we thought that he was going to wait for, like, marriage or something. We were like, oh, wow. That was, like, a huge move. So I think in general, sometimes peer pressure can get inside i would say if you get manipulated easily or you know like sometimes you just go with the flow or you want to experiment and stuff yeah i hope what i said made sense (laughs) although i think for anyone uh, out there who listens you know take that as a bit of take that with a bit of grain of salt you know do what makes you feel comfortable and happy yeah exactly yeah try not to you know push yourself to do something you're not comfortable or have someone push you into do something you don't want to yet or something you're not ready for yet so whether you're male or female you know please be careful please be mindful consent is so important (laughs) yes very much so yeah and remember that these people you can just cut them off as easily as you just met them so you don't really owe them anything. You don't have to impress them. You don't have to, you know, change yourself or compromise your values for them. So, yeah, listeners. So that was for your friend who is a guy. But do you think there's a change when women specifically, whether or not they have been dating beforehand or, you know, they're veterans in the dating aspect, whether it be just physical or, or on the online atmosphere? Do you think that they change in a way? Like, do they act more confident? Or a hundred percent. This friend of mine, yeah, she's a girl, and then she would go on Tinder dates and she would like hook up, but just like make out and stuff. But she wouldn't want to lose her virginity, and she would explain it to me in a way where, in like, oh, I feel empowered whenever like I know what I want, but then in reality, like she thinks that she wants it, but. What she's looking for is to be in a relationship. So she thinks that being able to like hook up in a way with the guy would convince them to be in a relationship with them. So I feel like in a way, um, she thinks it's confident, it's being confident, but at the same time, I don't think she's aware that she's slowly losing herself for a guy. (laughs) So I think sometimes it's hard. It's hard to, like, try to balance it if you don't really know what you want on Tinder. Like, if it's just really to hook up or to be in a relationship. So, okay, having that in mind, when you got on Tinder and I guess either before or while you met your boyfriend, what was your intention 
And when you met him, was there like the immediate like, I have to have him. If I don't, well, that's not going to happen. I'm going to have him type of mindset. Or what was, what was going through your head when it, like when you did meet him? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I did have like a whole face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shouldn't we all? We I know, right? <laughs> it's a part of life. I feel like for me, like I would convince myself that like, I feel like personally, I would say like I wanted to be in a relationship, but I also enjoyed the casual dates. But then like if the guy wanted to do like just hook up and be casual, I was the same as my friend too. I would adjust to to his needs and think that I could like sort of convince him to be in a relationship, which is like a huge turn off if you're just going to like um, follow what he wants. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's such a huge turn off. So I feel like for me, there were a lot of moments that I questioned if like my worth, um, if it was good enough, because like none of these like cute, really cute guys wanted to be in a relationship with me. Yeah, I guess they just wanted to hook up. <laughs> so, with that experience, this is just a really random question. Did you ever feel like you like set up a strategy for yourself, like thinking, "Oh, this guy's nice. I think there's a shot at this. Like, I want him to like me first, so I'm gonna do this and that." Like, it's weird to say communication strategy, but like, do you have one, or do you just let it flow naturally? I definitely, I guess as I got older, of course, I definitely looked out for the red flags. Like, if a guy brings up his ex immediately, oh, that's such a huge turn off. Like, why would we want to talk about your ex? That's like, okay, that's just like, no, a big no no. <laughs> and then, like, if you can tell, like, the guy's like, parang walang pake sa buhay niya, parang, um, ganon. Smoke weed every day. Yeah, parang ganon. That's a huge turn off. Like, if, the guy doesn't know what he wants then i think that's a big red flag who else do you judge them if they have piercings tattoos oh no i find that so sexy (laughs) because of bts too i've been convincing my boyfriend to get a piercing (laughs) what type of piercing are we talking about because like a regular piercing fine but if it's like a little too much i think oh just the regular piercing just the regular piercing not like the huge ones that's so scary Nothing wild. Nothing wild. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned earlier that you were in Hong Kong and you had met up with someone there. So you've used Tinder outside of the Philippines as well. Yes. Yeah. Do you see a difference like with Filipino people and how other people from other countries kind of interact with each other or how they talk to you? A huge difference. Yeah, I feel like first the culture. I guess foreigners are more liberated, more casual. And then um, here in the Philippines, it's more of in the very, like, sort of conservative side. Like, for foreigners, like, they would prefer to be direct in what you want. <laughs> like, if you want to hook up, just say it. If you want to be in a relationship, just say it. But here in the Philippines, I remember I had to be so coy about it. Like, what did I want? Like, I would be, like, low-key, oh, I want to be in a relationship. But then I didn't want to scare the guy away. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like in the Philippines, I had to, like, really go around the bushes to, like, be able to communicate it to the guy about what I wanted. But So it felt like a, a game of sorts? Yeah, well, not really. But then, like, for foreigners, it was really just easy to vibe with someone, I would say. Like, they would always ask me, like, what are you looking for here? But then here in the Philippines, I never got that. <laughs> really? 
I think that's really interesting because thinking about courtship in the Philippines, like it's so different from how it was in the past. Like her grandparents or parents did it. And then you would see like bits and pieces of it passed down, even though it's so not traditional to date through an app, like being coy, not being direct about sexual intentions or oh yeah this is one question though have you ever experienced someone serenade you or harana or any traditional thing from a dating app my boyfriend yeah um, <laughs> it was funny because like at first our whole intention was just to like hook up <laughs> but then um, he saw my ig and then he was like oh i kind of want to take this girl seriously and at that time he was already like going back to um london and then he told me that he was gonna come visit me and i think that was really sweet like for him to save up money and then just come here to visit and i think i guess the court thing type that i got was when he introduced himself to his family and he uh, to my family and he brought like gifts and everything but I don't think Harana because he can't sing. <laughs> Nothing that much. <laughs> I guess he just bought flowers and it was a really nice gesture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I would say that's a pretty traditional, well, not really traditional, but it's a very Filipino thing. When to you bring introduce gifts. yourself to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Parents, it's such a big deal. Yeah, you try to make sure, like, I'm making a very good impression. Yeah. So here's, here's some food, here's some flowers for your daughter, and I would like to date her. Yes, much. exactly. That's exactly how it was. <laughs> I take that as a big compliment. It's like, hey, I'm girlfriend material. I'm not just for hookups. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. So congratulations. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to step on any toes, uh, whether yours or your boyfriend's right now, but did you ever have like like a very traditional Filipino boyfriend? Very traditional? No, actually. I'm really into foreigners. <laughs> Oh no, it's fine. Like, everyone has their type. Oh, wait. I have a question. When he introduced himself to your parents, did he say how you met? No. Oh my god. That was such a funny story because, like, it's so hard, especially for my parents. They're kind of very, like, conservative. So, we planned out a story on how we met. (laughs) And I told him, okay, this is my friend. You have to tell my mom that, like, okay, um, this is, like, our common friend. That's how we met and stuff. And then we met at UP and stuff. You we were visiting your friend in UP. And then that friend introduced me and stuff. And then my mom asked him how we met. <laughs> and my heart was beating so fast. And he said the wrong name. So my mom was like puzzled. Oh, I didn't know that your friend knew your boyfriend this way. And then after that, I had to cover it up so so many times to just like make it calm. But then after a while, I think it's normal now. My sister's in Tinder and she's so open about it to my parents. <laughs> so I think as long as like, it, I don't know, I think as long as it's safe, maybe it's fine. But when it was me and my boyfriend, we kept covering it up. We had to rehearse so many times and how we're going to answer the question if it was asked. <laughs> was it just your fear of how they would react or did they give any signs that they were against that kind of thing? I think it was a mix of both. Yeah, because I think at that time, my parents knew what the app was. And the moment they heard hook up, they were like, ah, no, 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 that's bad, that's bad. And so that's when it just stuck with me that, okay, this is never coming out. Let's just stick to our story. Okay. So until today, you've stuck with that story. Yeah. <laughs> what about your sister, though? Like, how do they react when they say that, oh, I'm on Tinder, I'm on a dating app? It's funny because my sister's trying to look for her own BTS 
husband. <laughs> and my mom's such a hardcore BTS fan too. So I think So she's so she's really supportive. Yeah, she's really supportive. She's like, oh this guy looks good. This guy looks like Jin. <laughs> That's so cute. I mean, I think the way she introduced it was like in a joking manner. Like I guess my mom knew that it wasn't really serious and now it's just for fun. Even if it's serious, what can she do? <laughs> Do you think though that you could ever mention that you and your boyfriend actually met on Tinder and not through just mutual friends? Um, yeah. maybe when I'm married. Sa kasal na lang. Maybe when I have my kids. <laughs> 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 I don't think I could ever take it back because I tried so hard to cover it up. <laughs> you just sit them down when you're a bit older. Okay, do you want to know how we really met? I'll let the grandchildren tell her. <laughs> 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 no, that that's cute though. At least, well, okay. But do you think it was because of their more traditional sense that they wouldn't understand at the time? Yeah, I, I think at the time, yeah, they were very traditional, especially my dad. He's super, super conservative, and I feel like if he found out that we're meeting like random people online, he'd be really disappointed, and like I'd lose more of my freedom too. But how does he react now to your sister? Since like. It's kind of a like a joke and bonding type of thing with your mom and her. How does he react to that? I think he just laughs at it too, because the way my sister shows it is like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna meet my future husband." As she's swiping right, <laughs> so it's just really funny right now. Yeah, I don't think they're taking her seriously. <laughs> so what? What if you introduce it via a joke? You're like, "Oh, do you know how we we met like this?" Oh no no no! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We didn't meet through that one and start to get upset. Um, I think I only do it if my parents are in a really good mood, or if I did something really good, like if I got unos on my grade, and then I'll say it. <laughs> I need to time it really good because the way I covered it up, man, I really put so much effort. <laughs> I think they're gonna be okay with it. How long have you been together? Two years. That's more than enough time to let them know. <laughs> like it's he's living proof that dating apps do their purpose, kahit papaano, diba? That's true. That's true. I will think about it. Maybe on her birthday. <laughs> From friends, we're on the more conservative side. We're kind of like your parents, traditional, very into like, oh, I I will meet my girlfriend or my boyfriend or spouse or partner or whatever. Physically only. Is there anything that they say to you, or if you ever meet someone like that, what do you think you could say to them that will convince them, like that they should try this? I mean, a lot of my friends say they have physical is more, more is more better because it's like a cute story and stuff. And my friends who don't really use Tinder would tell me like, oh, um, but using Tinder says a lot about the person, like why they're there <laughs> i think it's just like the brand that's been attached to tinder that it's like a hook about i think it's like that but i think for me i mean i would just say like look at my life now <laughs> and i'm sure i'm not the only one too there are a lot of people True. who've met like their loved one there it's really just by chance yes you <laughs> yeah actually the both of us both kina and i wound up meeting our, our oh really 
Yeah, so we, yeah. Did, we actually bet them all online, which is actually why we wanted to start this in the first place. <laughs> we wanted to know people's stories. We really believe in this. <laughs> That's so cute. How long yeah, have you um, guys been dating? Um, I'm past a year. What what day is it? October. It's been a year and three months. Oh, it's okay. A year and almost three months. Kina, how about you guys? We were, we were roughly around the same time. My previous boyfriend, I met him through Tinder. And it was like kind of the same story. It started with just friends with benefits. And then, yeah, he wanted to take it to the next level. And then that relationship lasted a year and a half before he eventually cheated. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I was doing research on Bumble because I've never tried it. And then I matched with someone. And now we've been together for a year. Oh, that's so cute. I think timing. It's all about timing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty much all about timing. Yeah, so speaking of timing, that is pretty much all we have for today. Victoria, thank you so much for coming thank up on the you. show. Oh, before we end, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to mention? Special projects? Ooh, um, check out Makasta on IG. It's M-A-Q-U-A-S-T-A. Um, it's my sister's small business. She's selling t-shirts. So yeah, Ooh. check that out. All right. That is a great plug right there. Kina, do you have anything else to say before we finish up? Nope, but I'm really interested in that shop. I really want to go there. So I think we're going to list that in the bio as well, just to raise awareness for it. Okay, so thank you so much, Victoria. It was so fun having you here. We loved your energy, everything. We love this whole thing. Again, thank you so much for coming on the show and for, you know, giving us a little details about your life, so on and so forth. But again, thank you very much. Again, this is Matched with Carl and Kina. If you guys want to see us, we are on Apple iTunes. We are on Spotify. We're on Anchor. And if you guys want to follow us on IG, on Twitter, you can find us at Matched underscore PH. So until next time, you guys, this is us signing off. Bye. Have a great night, guys.